0: I understand the blues. I understand why they call them the blues. Because problems can make you have the blues. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome back to Mental States of America with Brian Mack. It's me. And today, our Topic of discussion is seeing past your mental illness, which is a very hard thing to do. It's about whether you consider your mental health condition a burden or a blessing. And today in the studio I have a good friend of mine who's an artist, a musician, and a singer, Liz Fawcett. What's Hi, up? how you doing? What's up?
0: Hey, thanks for having me.
1: Oh, of course. Any time, I felt that you were the perfect person to have on this podcast right now because cool. with your creativity, I feel like, you know, mental health can be a blessing. So just Definitely. let us know a little bit about yourself right now.
0: <clears throat> Let's see. Um, I just turned 30. I'm, you know, an artist. I write music. I like to paint. Um, just pretty much anything that has to do with art. I'm just very creative. Um, and that's, I'm working on an album right now, a a second album right now, and then working on some rock music. So I'm just kind of, you know, I, I just dabble in a lot of different art.
1: Hmm. You dabble in a little art?
0: (laughs) Well, I guess it's a little bit more than dabbling. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty much my life.
1: And I've seen your paintings and they're pretty awesome. Thank
0: you. And,
1: um, I would like to ask you. Yeah. Do you have a mental health condition?
0: Yeah, I have this uh, thing called psychothymia. I didn't really get diagnosed until I was in my mid-20s. So, as you can tell, it's, it hasn't been that long.
1: And so before then, was it kind of just people didn't really know what was going on?
0: Um, you know, I no. think a lot of people in the world that don't know that there's things going on in them. I just kind of always wanted to search for the truth, and I didn't want to be in denial because, you know, yeah, things were affecting my life. So maybe on the outside, like, people couldn't tell that there was something wrong with me, but inside, deep inside, I knew. So I had to I had to search for the answers. I
1: think that happens with a lot of us. We know that there's something happening, but you just can't pinpoint it, really, until someone pinpoints it for you. Yeah. Cuz I knew as a kid there was something going on with me. And whether it was a blessing or a burden, I don't know. As a kid, um at my point in my life now, I would think it's a blessing just because, you know, I do a lot of writing. More just well, writing. Well, we're
0: very we're very fortunate. We're blessed, you know, to be able to come out of that and like be, you know, better for it and there's a lot of people out there like that kind of just get I don't know they just like go down the rabbit holes yeah
1: um so when you paint draw sing play guitar whatever you're doing do you draw from your emotions what you're feeling
0: um most lot? of the time I feel if you're a real artist you do yeah um but then sometimes I'll just like look at a, a scenery or you know, and painting. So you're back. drawing
1: inspiration from something. Something,
0: always, yeah. of course, of course. But when I'm writing, it's usually the best songs come from just pure feeling and emotion. Yeah.
1: yeah I would hope so. Yeah. If it doesn't, I feel that you're really not creating much. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because some of the best artists are have a mental health condition, like Van Gogh, Beethoven, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? They all had bipolar and or anxiety, depression, and
0: and there wasn't even medication back then. No, so they, they just had to, dealt
1: with it. <laughs> they had
0: to, that's what I'm saying, and they got through it.
1: They use so music we, for we them, can't, or we can't art. Just
0: you know, rely on medication. Mm-mm. That's that's the thing. You know, you have to be very balanced. You have to know what kind of medication and how much medication do you need without, you know having to have it all I mean I guess you're gonna have to have it in the beginning but
1: yeah I mean I think that medication is a burden but it's also a blessing Mm. it's
0: it can be either
1: or however you look at it in my point of view it's how you look at the situation you're in you know when I was younger it was a burden to know that I was different no one else knew what I was going through especially my family you know I felt I'd always call myself the black sheep of the family Just because I thought.
0: I don't know if you have anybody else in your family who's struggled with this kind of stuff, but my uncle is schizophrenic. Mm -hmm. And I. Everyone always had to like worry about him and like make sure he was okay. And I, you know, I just never wanted to be labeled. Yeah. You know, and I never wanted to have to be a burden to anyone, especially my family. So I always tried to deal with things on my own Mm -hmm. and not try to bring them into that world because. It's not about just being different. It's, it's really just, I don't want to have to, I'm sure you felt that way. I don't want to have to ruin somebody else's, get in the way of someone else's life. Because everybody has totally. like their, you know, their own thing that they're going for. I don't
1: like labels. When yeah. people label me, I don't call it, labels are a big thing for me because a lot of people call it a mental illness, right? But in my mind, and this is something I've always said, and people have disagreed with me, even at certain functions that are centered around Mm -hmm. mental illnesses, I always tell people it's not a mental illness, it's a mental health condition. Because, first of all, I don't have cancer, so I don't consider it, you know, in respect to that, I don't consider it an illness, you know, like, I feel that it's a condition, like, if you talk to someone who has, I don't know, diabetes, okay, is that an illness to have diabetes? Like, is that you truly an illness if
0: something is affecting your life in a negative way it's not good
1: yeah or that's someone has down syndrome they're not they don't, they don't I they're look not at sick stuff
0: as energy like yeah. energy good energy bad energy if you're that's a whole aura, different No but, concept, this, is, but yeah. this is how i look at it if i think my energy is off and i can't keep it together for some reason yeah something's wrong either chemically you know hor- like hormones of uh, just anything what I'm eating just so when you take away all that like or when you focus on all that stuff that you can control what you're putting in your body you have a better idea of what's going up here in your head yeah and a lot of people just want to just go straight to the medication they don't want to have to deal with the steps that it takes you know to get better on your own yeah. because sometimes a doctor doesn't even know what's wrong with you
1: well they'll go over and over in their heads or to people or if their you're group. not if
0: you're not honest with yourself and you're lying to them, to the doctor, you might as well just you might as well just not go.
1: Yeah. When I was in <laughs> I went to um Irvine Medical Center once or twice and they sit around in a circle and they try to diagnose you. And sometimes they don't do it right. The first time they didn't do it right. And it's not their fault. I mean sometimes symptoms symptoms don't show right away well it doesn't make that makes
0: no sense to go around in a circle like with well
1: other people it was around. like that's a really there were i
0: sat i get what you're saying though i
1: came into this room and there was a bunch of professionals on the other end of the table and i was on the other end and they're telling me what i'm doing you know mm. what i have that's kind of how it, it went down for me for a little bit um
0: well that's actually i mean that could be a good thing because having all these i think initially yeah You know, um, the more, you know, obviously the more people you have around you that are, you know, honing in on what you think is wrong, they can give you a second opinion, third opinion. And that's always really good. You know, not just going to one doctor, because I know that some doctors in some situations don't work for everybody. So you have to always remain hopeful. Yeah. Always. Always. Because there will always be some other way.
1: See, it's it's kind of sounding like a burden a little bit.
0: I don't think it's a burden. But I'm it not becomes for me a burden. It becomes a burden if you if you if let, you let, it, be let a burden. it be a burden. and yeah. you use it as a way to get out of things. You know, it's
1: funny. My older sister, I talk about her all the time because mm. you know, she's my big well, sister. She's <laughs> <best> friend, <laughs> yeah, you know? I have been told by her multiple times, and she's actually the one that impl- implemented this in my brain, Brian. It's a blessing that you have this. It's not a burden because you can understand things at a deeper level. And I resonate with that where I am in my life right Mm now. How much I can empathize with people that, you know, don't have empathy from others. Yeah. If that makes sense, they'll sympathize with them. Oh, you went through this. Oh, that and that. Oh, okay. Like that sucks. You know, as as far as they can go. It
0: should be like somebody like you that can give people, you know, information advice because you have been through it and you've come out along. So that's, it's a good thing. Yeah.
1: Well, mental States of America, (laughs) (laughs) this podcast. Um, I think that it's important to know whether you consider your mental illness, a burden or a blessing, because if you think it's a burden that you're going through all these things, try to look at the positives of it. The good side, which is for me, like i said before
0: helping people
1: helping people turning it around you i'm know? not
0: good at i'm not really good at socializing that well you know in large what? crowds large large crowds yeah. i get a little i don't know anti-social. you're more of a stage
1: person i'm more so. of
0: like a one-on-one or you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. you know but um i know when i get anxiety i it's yeah i just always just dive into art Because it's my way of channeling it. Yeah. And everyone has a way of channeling something that they, you know, just to get them outside of their heads. When you get in your head all the time, and I like to call it a hermit. Yeah. Because that's what I I used to do all the time. I
1: obsessive think 24-7.
0: And you can tell when someone's really, really thinking. Yeah. (laughs) So the idea is just to break free of what's going on in your head. Get out of your ego. Let
1: that go. Ooh, could have your ego, nice mm-hmm. one.
0: And just kind of, you know, have a understanding and a peace and a balance of like where you're supposed to, where you are. Not this is where you're supposed to be, where you're at. at
1: well, that it's all about thinking about the past, present, and future. It's very hard to think about. There's a book by Eckhart Tolle, who's a philosopher called "The Power of Now." Mm-hmm. Um, but he talks about realizing that the present is important mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. think about it's really hard to not think about the past especially when you have a past
0: and to not let other people get uh, to you
1: yes that too because
0: you don't know what they're going on in their life and what kind of demons they're battling and and the way that we react to other people is what we have to focus on
1: yeah sometimes it's hard because when you have a mental illness or mental health condition it's funny i'm conditioned to say mental health mental illness um yeah.
0: I mess up. I sometimes say too. It's not... Um, It is what it is.
1: You know, I think that's part of a burden in my head where it's people, you know, you have to try to allow yourself not to focus on people judging you and listening to what you're saying and thinking that you are different, you know?
0: Well, being sensitive is one thing. Yes. I mean, sometimes being sensitive, you feel like people are attacking you and it's hard. You just got to... You know, practice, you know, that people are not attacking you. You're just overly sensitive and you're just, you know, you just got to, you know, remain, find that pocket of balance, you know, whatever that balance would be. Mine is a routine.
1: A routine is good. I have routine. I need a routine to keep myself from thinking too much. Yeah. (laughs) You know?
0: Yeah. Well, it's good. You know, little steps. You know, the smaller things in life actually make us probably the happiest yeah. in life. So, so if you focus on the smaller things in life and not such, you know, the things that you can control. Mm-hmm. I know this sounds crazy, but like my, if I don't make my bed in the morning or when I wake up, I feel, I feel funny.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Cause I just started doing that stuff. <laughs> I have
0: to, <laughs> I, have, I feel real. I feel good. Just the little things. Yeah. You know, um,
1: cleaning your room too.
0: Just like every morning, just knowing that like my bed is perfectly clean. Yeah. Stick like
1: every day. Like... That that makes total sense. It's like you said, a routine to get into, to make things uniform. Mm-hmm. You know, to make sure your life isn't a mess. Because when people walk into your room, the first thing they see is your bed, and if your bed is just everywhere and sheets are off your bed, I mean, what do you think? I mean, not that a lot of people walk into your room, but. I think it's just the concept of, you know, I started doing that recently, recently in the past year or so, making my bed, because I used to be super messy. I think, you know, Einstein was a mess, so.
0: Just changing up your routine, you know, here and there, and yeah, not being confined to something will help you get out of your head, because you could get used to a certain routine, but after a while, you're going to have to change it anyways, yeah. because you get used to it. Oh, you do? So that's how you got to look at things. Is as soon as you get used to something, you've got to change it up.
1: Definitely. I totally agree with that. It's, because uh, you don't
0: want to form any OCD. No. And that's the other thing is not being obsessed with things. Yeah. Because, oh, that works for me. I got to do it exactly like that. Well, what worked for you is changing up the routine, not... The not that routine. It was just changing the routine, having a routine, sticking to a routine. Mm -hmm. You know,
1: I meditate daily, which really helps. Yes,
0: Instagram. But you're you're listening to weird music.
1: Get out of here! (laughs) Get out of here! How
0: you meditate without?
1: Because it calms me down when I listen to that music. That
0: music does not calm me down. Well,
1: I listen that that music that I put on there (laughs) is just for my Instagram. What I really listen to is a Spotify list called calm and meditation. Oh you would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I I don't just listen to one type of music. Um yeah, it helps a lot with the morning and working out obviously. Um
0: Oh yeah working out's a big one. Yeah. If I'm not working out at least two or three times a week.
1: I think it's a blessing. I can tell ha- the difference. Yeah, like it's a blessing to have this mental illness or mental health condition because i think it forces you outside yourself to really think about what am i doing to stay healthy yeah because for a while i wasn't healthy i was out a lot and so
0: not only can um, not only can we help people that are going through what we're going through also people who aren't going through what we're going through because like you said it's a reminder a constant reminder more so for us to stay healthy because we can tell you have to yeah because we're more sensitive
1: i'm 27 right and when i was like early 20s i did not give a shit about being healthy i worked out right like everyone wants to go to the gym but i really didn't care all that much especially i knew i had a mental health condition but i didn't really care it wasn't until recently you know this past couple years where i had a manic Blowout in my mind, and I just realized, oh man, I need to stay on track for my 30s because my 30s are gonna be my best years. (laughs) So I got to think like that, you know. Every year gets better. Yeah, it should. I mean, my 20s are great, but you know, it's a blessing in disguise. That's what it is. It's a blessing in disguise, you know. It's things that people don't see that they because people in society tell you, oh, you're sick. You have a mental health condition let's put you in a room with two other people in a mental ward
0: listen i'm and, just lucky to be you know, alive
1: oh 100 okay yeah.
0: there's there's just there's too many too many past experiences um that have gone through where i should not be here so i'm just i'm just freaking happy yeah. <laughs> you know just to to get to where i am now and know where the future holds you know and i have a plan and i'm sticking to it because life sucks you know when you're just running around rampant chaotically and losing a job you know ruining your relationships in life you know family life it blows up and check (laughs) exactly so when you when you limit when those things can be worked on and those things aren't like bad things aren't happening between you know you and your mom or you know like Relationship, you know, you're on the good. You know, you're on a good path. Yeah. When things are okay between your friends and your family.
1: My family's always supported me. Mm
0: -hmm. You. PSA. Lucky. I am. Friends and family. Blessed.
1: And when I was, on my manic, adventure, because I ran ran away from home. Not obviously with the complete state of mind that was healthy. You know, they were there to.
0: Well, you back thought you were up. okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. That's the you think you're good. Sometimes but you're you not. think you're
0: okay and you're not. That's yeah. why you have to always go in to see the doctor at least every other month. I or... see a
1: therapist, you know? Yeah. It's a blessing, but that too, to because I've met great people. fall off
0: routine is a lot easier to get on the routine. It's so much easier to fall than it is to pick yourself back up.
1: Oh, 100%. So. Well, think about it. If you think about real life, gravity, like, if you fall, it's easy. You know, or it's rock hard. climbing or something, or you know, it's hard. like yeah. you let go, you're falling, but you got you to actually pull yourself up to get up, you know?
0: That's what I mean. So you got to work twice as hard, harder.
1: You do. It it's, it is a it's work. Yeah. It is a job no, in itself. It's just work. Work.
0: Takes yeah. work. Happiness takes work.
1: Nothing, oh, it does. Nothing
0: great in life, you know, comes easy.
1: Yeah. No, never does. And I mean, even the people that look the happiest are not the happiest, and their life is a burden because they're famous and they have money, and yeah. people want to ask them for money. Well, Im- and image they... can be a facade. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, there's, there's um, a lack of genuine images today. It's like, what's what's really? Because you
1: see what people want you to see. Oh yeah. They, That's you... why I would
0: try not to watch. I try not to watch the news and stuff like that because. I know they're just planning stuff they're just they're showing us stuff that they want us to see and they're trying to make us you know get in fights and stuff like that you know but i i try not to watch the tv and try to focus on like we were just talking about daily daily things that i can control myself
1: you gotta find ways to take control of your life and make sure your life is a blessing and not a burden Mm -hmm. you know because if you just think sit there but don't they're... be
0: scared to ask for help
1: no I, I'm not saying no, don't no. ask for help
0: no no, I'm just reminding everyone who's listening oh, 100%. to not be scared to ask for help even if they feel like they're a burden it's if you're not asking for help and you're just going about it you're a burden please ask for help you're more of a burden by just not getting help
1: It is a burden to not ask for help.
0: You know, to not get help. That's a burden.
1: What do you think a teammate is? You know, in life, people, it's because our society is based off these notions that we are individualistic and we do our own work by ourselves. If you think about growing up, it's like, oh, sure, you have a family unit, but they want you to move on. They want you to leave the nest, be yourself, financially stable, all this stuff. But some people don't teach people to, you know, like ask for help. And yeah. rely on other people. I'm not saying rely on them for everything. You know, obviously in this life you are, you have you, yeah. but at the same time you also have the people you
0: are well, close with. I guess the way to put it is to just not try to handle everything on your own because it's it's impossible at points. You know, like you got to do the best that you can on the things that you can control,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but everything else you gotta seek. You know.
1: And with that said I hope this podcast episode Helped you Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, Liz And everyone else listening So please tune in next week And have a great week